Bing bang bing 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 bang 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 bing 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 bang 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 Welcome to Ten Tens Podcast, where we talk tense and make little sense. I'm your host, India Monroe, and this is my holly jolly co-host, John Burkhardt. Hi, John. So I see you're still in Austin. Yeah. Why is that? I decided not to go home. Yeah? Why? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I was just having so much fun. That's not true. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I live with my sister, and uh, my sister's a teacher. Uh, and she got the Rona. I feel for her. Yeah. Emily, hope you're doing okay. Yeah. I have, supposedly she's doing okay. My dad talked to her today. She was, uh, she went to the hospital for a little while, a couple of nights ago. So yeah, she's doing gets, all right? Yeah, I think so. Was that the C? So hopefully some of our dozen can send good vibes her way. Yeah. Cool. Good. Because, yeah, we didn't record for like two weeks while I was getting through the worst of it right i think so yeah can't imagine if we didn't have some episodes stockpiled Oof. there'd be a break rough times Oof. i'd have to do like a a best of show <laughs> slim pickings uh 10 tenths 10 best intros and it's nothing but, but <laughs> we gotta find those. you some jingle bells to do <laughs> instead of the instead of the oh my god i would totally do a yeah, christmas we should, version we should find some jingle bells. i would love that we gotta do that um, so yeah, you're stuck in Austin now. Yeah, and which means that I didn't go back to Louisiana, which means I missed that Suella autocross. So life is meaningless. Thanks, Rona. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the longest I've ever gone without doing motorsport stuff since really? I started. Hmm. Well, you know how you fix that sadness. Uh, go street racing. That's always happening no please doesn't don't do that oh okay i don't care what john does but like doesn't go on down to mexico yeah so So i didn't get to show the verse uh to the new and old that knew it but oddly i did have several people contact me in like the last week with like talking about old mods that i've done that have been in like videos that people have shot for it like jokingly no, like like for they reals. were teasing you. No, they were for real. Like they were making fun of you. They had verses. Are you sure? Yeah, they showed me pictures. Is this like when the cute guy asks the nerdy girl out to prom, and he's doing it just to make fun of her? N- no, it's to win a bet. Okay. Uh, as long as you're clear, that's fine. Oh, okay. But yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of that kind of makes up for it, I guess. One was asking about some engine mounts that i did and i was like don't don't because they saw a video from like six years ago and i was like oh yeah don't do that it's terrible it sucks do this instead hmm. and they're like wow i'm glad i actually reached out instead of attempting this on my own because it's completely different what a guy yeah and then some lady contacted me about she uh like her it sounds like her clutch went out mm. so she was asking about like what that entails replacing it because hmm. triple is like yeah just sell the car Great, thanks, Triple. It's like, uh, you know, I I know it's a 
a Versa and it's a cheap car, but a clutch isn't that big of a deal on it. You can do that in a driveway. That's good to know. Yeah, I've done it. Well, what I was suggesting earlier about how to make that pain go away um, leads <laughs> us into our next topic. Yeah. Of what are we drinking today? Uh, you handed me a white drink with cinnamon, cinnamon on and it. nutmeg. We are drinking eggnog Yay! today with some bourbon in it and look i know what you're thinking like oh but my family put brandy in my eggnog or oh but my family uses <laughs> rum and like hey look that's great but i don't care because so, bourbon is always the right choice is it yeah okay so this has bourbon in it so it's eggnog with bourbon and i sprinkled some nutmeg and some cinnamon on top just just to give a little festive what kind of bourbon maker's mark maker's mark oh dang this is this is a fancy one. I'm pulling up the drink ratings chart. Oh, are you? Yep, okay. got to add this in here. It's going to be the drink name is India's Noggin. Fine. Okay. Don't even care. Um. So, yeah, I know eggnog is kind of a polarizing drink, but uh, I love it. And I am out of Fs to give here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm drinking nog. Can't taste anything. Don't care. <laughs> like. We're a week away from Christmas. It is uh, nog time. I'm the only one in this house that likes it. So I always get myself like a little bottle of eggnog. And my mom does too. It's really cute. So we used to like hide in the kitchen and drink eggnog together. Is this like the stress reliever type? Instead of like smoking cigarettes, you guys are getting shwasted. No, it's kind of like our little like, uh, like our little christmas spirit sanctuary it's like mm. okay we're just gonna sit in here and drink our nog and be silly together. so when you guys do that do you listen to music yeah do you we either like we'll put on christmas music or uh, we'll like sing christmas music to each other um is one of your favorite songs noggy by nature you mean groups yeah there you go is, is one of your favorite groups noggy by nature yeah i'm really glad i gave you that joke cheers <laughs> cheers <laughs> Whack the mic stand. <laughs> Smells nice. Does it? Yeah, Great. Festive. That's step one. There's some booze in there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it tastes, a, it's pretty good. There's a good amount of booze in there. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean. I will say, John. I offered for John to to drink eggnog out of our crystal. And I was like, hey, do you want to like do some have some crystal with this? How dare you? And John goes, no. yeah, like crystal meth? <laughs> no. I... And I was like, no. <laughs> What'd you say? You I can... said, I said, uh, you like doing crank? And then I said, you know, I'm just going to rescind my invitation. Wow. Now. You've, you've just sullied the crystal in this house too many times. now. Mm, glass keeping. Yep. Glass keeping. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I like this. It's got a good little, um, eggnoggy taste. I don't know how much maker's mark you put in there, but it, it goes well with it. It's well balanced. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's got a pretty good taste. Like the, you can still taste the Maker's Mark, but it's not overpowering. Yep. Uh, and the nog just has a good old milky flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like That's it. the idea. You want it to be balanced. You want to be able to enjoy your alcohol without being smacked in the face with it. Yeah, yeah I'd give this a seven. Cool. Uh, I think you can just give Boop. me a smiley face because I'm happy to drink it. I just can't tell you what it tastes like. Okay. I Once can tell again, you from memory. You are ruining our numbers system. I am sorry. 
I guess Houston heard about this drug that is supposed to oh, aid gosh. in the um, return of your oh, sense of smell. Oh, I was going taste. a totally different direction. No, weirdo. <laughs> and he's been on me to like ask my doctors about it. And I just like, I've kind of resigned to think this is just my life now. Right. But um, my doctor called when you were coming out to set up. Yeah. That's who I was talking to was my doctor. And she was like, hey, um, I'd love to be able to tell you this is going to help, but the evidence is purely anecdotal at this point. There's just so much we still don't oh, know. Really? And even the medications that have some suggestion that it could help are pretty heavily regulated. So right. this really isn't an option for you. So. No, that's a bummer. And I'm like, hey, I figured. I still think that we just need to do flavor immersion therapy and just keep checking stuff at that tongue. You're such a weirdo. No, you. We're not doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, this is probably a welcome change from your uh, usual drink of Coors. Oh, I've noticed the deeper I go in this, the stronger it gets. Yep, that's how that works. Although, when you look at it from the side, you can't see that. Nope. So, it's like a little... It's kind of like when you when you chomp into a piece of candy and there's like the a different texture or like consistency of chocolate on the inside it's like oh hello friend yeah good bing 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 bong bong i forgot to take the dog's collars off sunny cameo that's okay yeah we're talking about you nerd <laughs> but yeah uh i felt like this would be kind of a fun festive thing for us to try maybe next time we can do mold wine or something crazy like that that'd be wild mold Mold, oh, okay. M-U-L-L, not mold wine. Weirdo. Yeah, it's getting stronger. You can shake it up or you can... <clears throat> it's thick. What's it going to do? I don't know. You're just being a baby. No. So, after the drink view from the last episode... Mm-hmm. we Where went you to, said you'd, you'd tag cores. Yeah, I went to go tag them and I couldn't pull them up in the tags on Instagram. And I started freaking out. And I could... Uh, I could I could pull them up and I could see posts from my regular account, but I couldn't see it from our account. <laughs> and I was like, did they block us? Uh, what yeah. happened? John Why? was so panicked. What he thought that we'd definitely been blocked by Corey's because I think we've tagged them before and stuff. And Possibly. Yeah. And you were just like beside yourself. I know. I that we had upset the Corey's gods. I here. couldn't even see their post. No, it said they had no Swack. post. Like, yeah. But I look at it from my post, from from my account, and I could see everything. So I was like, I can't believe it. They blocked me. I was literally about to message them from my account and be like, guys, what happened? Guys, why would you love me anymore? I drink your stuff all the time. I give you dozens of dollars a week. I run your decals on my car. Do you really? Uh, For a while, I did have Coors I gotta say, if I were a police officer and I saw a car driving (laughs) with Coors decals on it, I'd be like that guy. I'm definitely pulling that guy. Yeah, I'm over. pulling that guy over. <laughs> uh, but then we, or I think it was your idea that maybe we're underage. Yeah, I just didn't want to like buy into the idea that they had blocked you, their number one fan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we checked that, and it turns out that we were only like two years old. <laughs> so that checks out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we changed the date. Case closed. And I could tag them. Yay! But uh, for a while there. You were pretty panicked. I was offended. You should have been. I was worried. Yeah, you're like their their ambassador, basically. Yep. Um, but speaking of social media, we're on a new platform. Woohoo! We're on TikTok. Tent talk. Yep. We're at tent underscore talk. Because tent talk was taken. Yep. Those jerks. <laughs> um, and if you haven't seen John's uh, Christmas light beard, merry merry video, 
with my commentary in the background. Um, it's on our Instagram, but you should also find it on TikTok. Yeah. And feel free to use the sound to make your mm-hmm. own because it is absurd. And we're going to be doing fun, festive dances and posting them. Yeah, if you'll ever learn them. Ugh. It's the dolphin. I don't know how to do the well, dolphin. Okay, we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll have to work on that. Okay. 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 So fun things that have happened in the last week. Dogs have been going pretty ham on their toys and tearing them apart. So I did some some surgery and I've created a monster. Yeah, you feel good about it? I do. I think it's adorable. You Frankenstein it? Molly loves it. It's like so nightmare before Christmas. Uh, I'm glad I did that and hopefully I can do some more. Yeah, that'll be fun for you. Neat. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. I just think we need to get you. A, I think you need to learn to like knit or something like we need to get you a hobby. That's not mutilating toys. Lock picking. I feel like we need to get you a less nefarious hobby than like mutilating toys like Sid from Toy Story or picking I, locks. I didn't damage them. Your your children mutilated them. They're dogs. And I've been putting them back together. You're the worst. So after your Coors Light <laughs> outrage, I think um, another one has popped up today that I feel like we're going to get some feedback. Wait, am on. I going to have to like patch this all around? Yeah, you are. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this is going to suck. Yeah, you really are. Have fun. No. Nope, you did this. <laughs> you, it, I put it all in the outline. Well, you should have stopped me. I, you know, it's hard to stop a train. Choo-choo. <laughs> all aboard the noggin train. So John decided he wanted sandwiches for lunch, and he yeah. somehow located a Philly cheesesteak place. Right. And I guess John doesn't really know what a Philly cheesesteak is because he nope. was shocked to see something called Whiz on the menu. Yeah. He's like, India, what is this Whiz business? I'm like, John, that's cheese <laughs> Whiz. It's like the cheese of Philly cheesesteaks. And John was horrified, which frankly, Philly... I agree with him. And, you know, I fully expect the wrath of all things Philly to come upon me. I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life, so I'm used to it. So, yeah. Um, But John is pretty horrified by the cheese whiz prospect. And the more he talked about having an entire sandwich of cheese whiz, the more I gagged. But I ended up getting it. You got it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, It wasn't bad. Are you sure? Yeah. I ate it. You know, so. Did you enjoy it, though? Yeah, it was good. Ew. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Oh, that whiz coming back up. That's disgusting. (laughs) Did Um, you like it better than actual cheese? No. (laughs) No. No, if there's, like, real cheese in there, it probably would have been better. I feel like it's the kind of, like, material that just, like, coats your tongue, but not in a good way. Yeah. It. (sighs) Ugh. Gross. I'm sorry. Would I go back? Probably not. But it also depended on, like, in Austin, would I go back? No. In, like, when I lived in Topeka? Probably. Oh, it's it's like a, an Austin 6, Topeka 8? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. Got it. That, that's meaningful. I yep, think. Yeah. yep. So that's a uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, the tots smelled good, but they were mushy. Oh. But that might be a result of takeout. I feel like so. at this point, though, if you haven't figured out a way to, like, I don't know, improve your takeout, it's like, we've been doing this for, what, 10 months now? Yeah. I did see a um, track Miata there. Yeah. 
Uh, so did you make friends with it? No, I, I I parked next to it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it had a roll bar. I had a roll bar. Ooh. It had decals. I had decals. Oh my god, it's like fate. I know it had track decals. I had way more track decals. You're such a douche. Yeah. Leave that me out alone. <laughs> Actually, I'm missing a lot of track decals. I need to finally do that. But when I looked it up, I would have had to spend like sixty bucks at least. I mean, bragging rights, man. Yeah, I might just get my cousin to print them up for me. Maybe. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I was I was wondering who the person was, and then when I walked in, sitting at a table with somebody wearing an Extreme Experience hat, and I was like, well, that's probably them. That's probably you. <laughs> I found you. I feel like you have, like, the most, like, rowdy parking garage experiences. Like, Yeah, dude, what you're... We talked about it before. Your parking garage I, it's is like a circus. bananas. I don't know what happens. In, like, I don't know if it's like the Bermuda Triangle of parking garages where like just nothing makes sense and everything is crazy. But like we have the most bizarre parking deck, like weird stuff happens yeah. here that I, defies physics. So last time that Corvette got its wheels stolen, yep. uh, this time a Hyundai Genesis, right? A Genesis? Hyundai? Or? Yeah. A Hyundai? 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 Um, anyway, a Genesis had rolled back, supposedly had rolled back and at the bottom of each of like the the you know west side or east side of the building, at the bottom of that ramp section is a stairwell that's not enclosed. Well, it rolled into it and slammed into the guardrail. Are you serious? Smashed it to heck. Is that how you think that? Because I did see the cables have been snapped on that floor. Right. So that's new. Is that new? Yeah. What else bring that is up. happening? I was going to bring that up too. So so I first saw the damage to the railing and I was like, holy smokes. And I sent you guys a photo because I was like, somebody rammed the bejesus out of this guardrail. And then Houston's like, oh yeah, they sent an email saying like, whoever uh, owns a, a Genesis on the top deck Oh, no, uh, in between floors five yeah. and six. <laughs> Originally on six, now between five and six. We're not quite sure. We're waiting on the forensics yeah, for this. Yeah, uh, it's rolled into it. And it, like, so then uh, coming back, I looked for it and the car was there. And the back end is freaking pushed in. Mm-hmm. It is messed up. Yeah, so, it's like, wrecked. There's no way that that rolled in with the damage under the railing and the damage under the car. Like it's not just the bumper smash in the car, the like the the unibody is destroyed. Yeah, no, it's when you walk past a car like this, you're like, God, I want to know what happened there. Yeah. Not just like, ooh, bummer. that was a serious like impact. Something went real sideways. Yeah, there. so that person had to have been doing something. Some I kind of shenanigans were going something on. Something happened. Yeah, there's no way that it rolled into it. So then, also, I was driving down today, and I noticed that yeah, the same section. One because they had the cables between, like, when you get to the end on yeah, the interior yeah, yeah. to keep you from driving off into mm-hmm. the other deck, they have all those cables, and one of the cables is snapped. It's like, how do you even do that? I don't know. I don't know how strong those are, but I, the fact that one is not. now snapped, like, I'm a little uneasy. This parking garage is crazy. Yeah, I feel like if I were more. Uh, confrontational, I would be posting about this in the forums and be like, oh, uh, what's going get on? Get your apartment shit complex? together, everybody. This is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's you, though. I feel like this stuff only happens when you're here. <laughs> I bring the shenanigans. Yeah, you bring so many shenanigans. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sleep stealing and, and the driving agent. other vehicles. No, the agent of chaos yeah. is what you are. <laughs> the harbinger of banana stuff. 
Got to liven things up, man. I guess so. Uh, 2020 just hasn't been exciting enough. Nope. Every time I walk into a retailer and they have like the giant signs posted like national coin shortage, I'm like, you know, that's not even a blip on my radar nope. anymore. Nope. Nope. Don't even care. No. <laughs> what is this year? There's already butt pennies, so what's the problem? I am not even asking a follow-up question <laughs> for that. Um, <laughs> speaking of wholesome content, um, our friend Tuesday Night Stripper. Uh-huh sent you something kind of rowdy and rad yeah uh they they sent it to our uh podcast account Mm -hmm. but it is the flow dome and it is like it's like those inflatable things you go into in grade school um a bounce house no like the um the where it's dark and they do like a little laser show on the inside for like uh uh, stars and a planetarium yeah like a little inflatable planetarium they would have those in grade school you didn't have that, losers. I we had very different experiences. We okay. went to actual planetariums. Well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, geez. I, I didn't know they had inflatable planetariums. You just went to your permanent planetarium. I was I like mean, mm. science <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, so it's kind of like that, but it's a tent. It's meant for like the living room. It looks cute and it looks fun. Yeah, I think it's it's what like you attach it to a box fan and yeah. it's basically just a dome, yeah. like an igloo. Yeah, and this thing looks rad. And I asked John how much it was because I was prepared for it to be like what like two hundred dollars. Yeah, it was gonna be something like outrageous. It. John goes, no, no, it's forty five dollars, <laughs> and I'm like, let's get ten because this looks amazing. Well, what's funny is they do have uh, packages you can get what of multiples of multiples yeah i don't know who's like you can you know buy what? them in bulk yeah <laughs> genuinely people are like i need 10 of those so i can roll into costco and roll out with a dozen <laughs> yeah hey just uh i brought the truck just drop the pallet on the bed <laughs> <laughs> i just i feel like the next birthday party or birthday that my niece or nephew has like that's what yeah. we need to do you should get those we that'd should be, get those that'd be That'd be pretty cool. So rowdy because it looks, mm-hmm. it just, it looks pretty big too. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I feel like it could be a fun we, hangout. We could probably both fit in there and that'd be about it. I think it'd be smaller than could my tent. Could we get out? Maybe. It's probably like Maybe. shorter than your tent. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you have like a giraffe tent. Yeah, it's like amazing. So I love it. It's the best. Hmm. It's one cool tent. <laughs> Anyway, um, that was an amazing suggestion because I didn't know those things existed. And I think if we ever get to go camping ever, which it's been like 30 degrees in Austin this whole time. And so we excuses, excuses. despite John's extended stay here, like there has not been a window proper for camping. I think. No, unfortunately. Yeah. Big bummer. Big bummer. So today's a special episode. We're doing an activity. What's our activity? Movie review. Is it going to be awful? I think so because, because tis the season so for just, awful movies. <laughs> so yeah, like we've talked before, we enjoy watching Christmas terrible Christmas movies. Terrible Christmas. Terrible. Movies. So the I best. got curious. I wondered, is there a Christmas camping movie? And sure enough, out of the bajillions of Christmas movies that Hallmark has made. There is. There it's is. called Christmas Camp. Of course it is. And uh it's on the Hallmark. It's by Hallmark. Apparently it's on Amazon. We can we can buy it for four ninety nine. We're not buying it. We can buy it for four ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say I did a little research into this film. Yeah. 
Um, and first of all, I have to highlight this. The male lead is named Bobby Campo. So already, I think we are off to a stellar start for this podcast because it's in the name, John. <laughs> but the premise is uh, she is an advertising executive that needs to land a toy account, but she ho- totally hates Christmas. So naturally, she needs to go to Christmas boot camp. So there's something for everyone here at camping boot camp john loves boot camp uh christmas <laughs> i love christmas yeah and um bobby campo plays the son of the camp director who steals the heart of the grumpy executive yeah so just like we did for halloween yep we're going to pause yep go watch it mm-hmm. have some drinks mm-hmm. come back because you have to have drinks to watch it. yep and spill our guts yep so we'll be right back cool And we're back. Woo! Let me put my Holly jolly. We completed Christmas camp. So I got to say, um, I feel like that was actually a lot better produced than I thought it was going to be. They're all like, the production value is always high. It's just the movies are garbage. This I don't know. This seems like it was better than like a lot of the other movies we've seen. Well, not Netflix. I mean, Netflix is just oh. like next level. Yeah, I mean, they they rent castles for that. They rent a castle. They rent a castle mm-hmm. for all of them. Did we did we talk about how we confirmed that on the last episode? <laughs> no. <laughs> we uh we've been watching so many Christmas special movies. You're welcome. That we recognize the same properties that they're using. <laughs> John's like, I know that castle entryway. Yeah. I, I know those gardens. Yeah. <laughs> I know that bow and arrow set. <laughs> so. So John started recognizing it and then we confirmed that it is the, yeah. same, the same castle set that they've used for yeah. several. But yeah. So anyway, I thought this one was just. It was cute. It was fine. I yeah. mean, it was fine. It wasn't we've, like a grabby sort of film. We've definitely seen worse. We have. We have <laughs> seen worse. Christmas catch. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the typical story of a woman putting her career over love. And as she is in pursuit of this promotion and account to handle this toy store, uh, her boss says that she has to go mm-hmm. to this camp to certify her Christmas yeah, spirit. So did they pay for that? You think they better have, it's a seven day camp, Yeah, like quote unquote upstate Massachusetts, whatever that means. There is a dog in this film, and it's adorable. Oh, yeah. The dog's pretty good. Yeah, but the dog features like a lot in the really important, serious interactions with all the characters. Like The dog is the guise for getting the main character out into the snow like to sit on a bench, and they just have this dog sitting in the snow like it's waiting for yeah. a biscuit, and like it's just this... It's a really cute dog, but I would much rather prefer like a giant, floofy husky. Yeah. Like literally wallowing in the snow during these moments because they like <laughs> they cut to their wide shot and then here's this this like dog just sitting in the quote unquote snow like staring up at them just borking it up just not even borking it up though anyway so they're talking about um the program with all the people who are participating in it and they're getting a certificate at the end of this and she's just like hell bent on getting her certificate asap which is like honey. You knew this was going to take a week. You signed up for this. Like, come on. But so everyone's introducing themselves and like included with the group is this newly married couple. 
And they immediately air out all of their family conflicts that they're associated with Christmas. And I'm like, "Uh, guys, I think you need marriage counseling, not Christmas care. Right. Like, you clearly need to discuss this. But my favorite part was um, John visibly, like, had a reaction to this one We're skipping all the way to the end? No. Oh. No, this is the preface to the end. Oh, okay. Um, which I guess if we haven't already covered the spoiler alert, because we're going to talk about the whole movie. Yeah, go watch it. Um, but <laughs> This w- woman is there, older woman is there by herself, and she's like, I came because it's my first Christmas without my son. Right. She takes this dramatic breath, and she goes, he's fighting overseas. He's overseas. He's overseas. He got deployed. Bless and his heart. And John just rolls his eyes. He goes... Oh God! <laughs> like you're <Yeah>. so annoyed. <laughs> you're no thanks. So mad. <laughs> no thanks. Um, but anyway, it was an old trope. Such a trope. But so, speaking of tropes, the whole thing about ambitious women being unlikable. Like that was my. That was my, like I was writing that note down the second you saw the TV set up in one of the rooms. Oh that, yeah. Like, so, like, I'm grumbling about that. And then John's like, God, do you see this TV set up in the background? This is awful. Yeah, they either... It John was, had to pause it. Yeah. Just it to was, point it out. It was either, like, an old TV shelf that they put the cable box on and then wall-mounted a TV under it. Or it was one of those rare TV mounts that had a shelf for a cable box, but it was upside down. Molly, stop. <laughs> do you want me to go take the, the squeaky toy? Obviously. <laughs> I know you're a monster, big old monster. I just wanted on record that John is taking squeaky toys out of my dog's mouth. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to behave. Oh, so he wants to go in the room. So, what uh, bothered uh, you about this TV setup so much? Like, why so, was it so offensive? Well, so it was either like I said, uh, a old TV shelf with the cable box on top of it. Or it was like the very uncommon wall mount for an LCD with a shelf for the cable box. But instead of having it under the TV, it was above it. And you could very clearly see because the camera was below the shelf that that was the top of the shelf that was below. So they like had flipped it I just on your, accident. Your outrage level was so like, dumb. Like only to be topped. By and it was the above end. a dresser. Yeah. Only to be topped by the end, which we'll get to. But uh, I learned a new phrase in this process because, of course, there's this scene where all the people that are participating in Christmas camp are having a snowball fight, and it's just whimsy. And John goes, oh, man, someone's about to get whitewashed. And I was like, what? (laughs) And John was like, did you ever do that? And I was like, whitewashing? Like a fence? And that was apparently not what you meant by whitewashing. Nope. It's like when you pin a person down and you just shove snow in their face. You basically just waterboard them with snow. Yeah. And Houston knew about it. I, that is so weird to me. Like, I, that would never occur to me to do to somebody. Well. Y'all are monsters. Whatever. Well, my friend Josh, who is also from up north, he was like, yeah, it's like. It's a tradition. The winter equivalent of dunking someone in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's so weird that you guys like have these established protocol. Well, I was like, it's like the swirly of snow. A swirly of snow. 
Well, yeah, and apparently that I would be like the whitewashing target because I'm small. Oh, yeah. If we were kids growing up, you would be screwed. Y'all are ruthless. Oh, it'd be a bad it's day. It's Christmas. How could you? Well, see, here's the thing is that we'd get you at the, like on the first snowfall, but then if anybody tried messing with you for the rest of winter, we'd be like, no, India's already paid her dues, and we'd like fight them. Oh, is that how that works? Uh-huh. You only get one a season? Yeah, because like we fucked with you. Nobody else is allowed to fuck with you. I, d- I can't tell That's if how that this works. is worth it or not. Because you're like our little sis. What if you just don't do it at all? Oh, well, then you're fair game to other people. No, I other don't want p- to get snow waterboarded. Look, man, it's either you, us or a bunch of random people. Because if, if you don't let us whitewash you, then whenever anybody wants to try and mess with you and throw a bunch of snowballs, we're just going to let it happen. This feels like That's text, how, textbook abusive language right now. That's how being a kid works. We had very different childhoods. Yeah, clearly. I just really wanted, I need to make this clear. We had very different <laughs> childhoods. So anyway, this was less a movie about camping and more of just like Yeah, uh, boot not, camp. Much camp. not much camp. Not much camp. Not much camp. So good job, um, John. Way to pick a, a campy movie. Um, one of the common tropes, she was walking around with a coffee cup, though it clearly had no coffee in it. Yeah. And being super cold outside, but like no visible breath at all which i know like they can't do that in movies but like right. still i just find it annoying so the guy the, the guy that played the son he you know how there's 13 Bobby campo yeah like there's r slash 13 or 30 this guy was r slash 30 or 50 oh the subreddit 13 or 30 yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah he was 30 or 50 yeah yeah and i feel like every scene i was like i think he's 50 or i think he's 30 his haircut was like way above his age range but good for him though he's 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 making movies he's trying. true yeah i'll give him that the um yeah that one like was just i was tripping over that a lot um the other thing about him was he remind me of paul feig i think it's feig 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 or feig uh, who Puffy. was who was the skinny camp counselor from Heavyweights? The one that lost weight. Over? Oh yeah. He really reminded me of him in the beginning, like <laughs> That's his mouth. It. Yeah. <laughs> were you like in like he looks familiar vibes? Yeah, I was getting no, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> and at first I thought you were talking about Lars, and I'm like, no, I no, would no, die not Lars. Lars. <laughs> <gasps> Body. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. <laughs> can we watch that? That's a camp movie. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can yes! always watch Heavyweights, but we've already okay. talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, we can. We can talk about it again. Nope. Oh yeah. We'll go down to like Rewatch. a dozen minus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Heavyweights is amazing. Um, so we had there's this whole thing about the Tyler account. The whole time. Tyler Toys is yeah the, the, was the big account. the white whale account yeah. here right and. The whole time, we thought they were going to throw in a twist at the end that one of the people that was at no the, the lady with camp, the deployed yeah. son. We thought we were like, "That's Mrs. Tyler," it's or that like be. the son was working with no, them. No, I really, I my money was on the woman, and she invited everybody to a open house party. And you yeah. know, the only type of people who have a open house party, rich people, are loaded. Yeah, yeah. So like, like people with multi, yeah. multiple toy stores. They have multiple houses. Yeah, because they love yeah. Christmas. Yep. So like that one um, did not plan pan out that way. Spoilers. Yeah, I yeah. Um, the other thing too was that like, I thought maybe the son was involved with the toy store because nope. like you look at his boots, dude's got some money. Well, he's an architect in Boston. I guess so. For a little bit, I thought maybe the son was gonna hook up with that older mom. 
<laughs> no, that was just. It was you. just gonna take a huge. That was literally huge detour. Just you <laughs> thinking that, and I think that's just what you wanted to have happen. Mm. You big creep. So he took her to make out point. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He took her to a wishing well. Yeah, make out point. He didn't make out with her. Who's the last person he took there? No one. His ex girlfriend. I thought he didn't take anyone there. No, he, he just hadn't taken anybody in a while. Oh well, you know the plot thickens. Uh huh. Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, yeah. And then at some point, the main character's... No. Yeah, the main character's parents' pipes burst in their house. Oh, And they yeah. are so casual about it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll call them tomorrow. Dad's trying to fix it, but can you help find somebody? And then she talks to the architect's son who works in remodeling. No, she talks to the son who's an architect. Yeah, and... He's like, I got my best guy. He'll call him tomorrow. Yeah. No. No. Call them yesterday. Idiot. It's a burst. It's <laughs> a, a burst pipe burst. in the winter. Are you insane? Y'all crazy. Go home. That whole You're... basement's gonna be ice skating rink. Yeah. That was that one threw me. That one was wrong. I mean, honestly, I feel like they just need to have a really cynical, pragmatic person watch these yeah. movies and be like, guys, it needs to be lessened from a pipe burst. Then. But like, it's funny because like, it's not the main storyline that's unbelievable. It's the little things that they sprinkle in that are unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, well, our water heater broke. Cool. That's something we can call them tomorrow. Right. Fine. Burst pipes. Burst pipes. No. Fix it immediately. Fix it now. Goodness gracious. Gracious. Um, they had a graduation party at the end. Well, yeah, they're graduating they're with their some Christmas certification. Isolated uh, inn in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, there's like twice as many people there. No, there's a town, and they like hang out with people in the town. That was well established. Like they have like little. But all the things. people there, all the people in the background, I never, I don't think I we Maybe saw. Maybe they're from the charities there. in the town. You don't know. Oh, so that's what you think it. That's what I think. Okay, okay, okay. Feel free to cut that because that's not like a good point. Shut up, dick. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, the big conflict was that uh, the lady helped design a pitch for the dad to turn his shtick into a uh, franchise. Sorry, the main conflict here was that her purpose in being at Christmas camp wasn't to find the holiday spirit. It was that she was there for work. And so all of the conflicts that she has with the love interest center around her impossible quest to find work-life balance yeah. it wasn't even so much that he found a pitch it was that he was like oh you're just you're just here to steal our business ideas you're here for work right and like that's the conflict and both times that this comes up he like comes crawling back with his tail between his legs and he's like i'm sorry i overreacted Ooh. and i'm like okay look this is either a legitimate issue in your relationship or this guy completely has overreacted on you yeah. twice in one week and it's a red flag yeah so forgive me if I don't think this is a great romance. They went through a lot in a week. In a week. It is like the summer camp romances of sixth grade. Yeah. Like, it was pretty intense. Mom, we're in love. We went to the big dance together. <laughs> it's serious. I one need my, you to drive me an hour to visit him. One of, one of my first girlfriends was, I, I, we, was from camp in Canada. You don't no, know it was, was from one of the school dances in junior high. <laughs> Dork. Me? Yeah. Why? It is, of course it is. I'm just meeting girls up in the club. But the big conflict was she had the proposal that she gave the dad, and the dad's like, she was like, are you going to tell your son? He's like, no, I'll wait to tell him. And then he just 
leaves a proposal out. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, that was stupid. You know what? Maybe dad should sell everything and go into a senior citizen center. <laughs> You're so mean. He's fine. <laughs> He's clearly senile. The the exterior and the interior of the house don't add up. Because from the exterior. It's a movie, John. It from, never does. It's an inn, but from the exterior, it, it looks like maybe at most it's a five bedroom it's house. Not even worth mentioning. But then the interior like is massive. Cannot believe. No, I feel like we're just we're just killing time until we get to your main point about what makes. What you about mad. your other points? You're uh, my only point. You already is chugged the, one, the room. Wow. Yeah, okay. Because I'm okay. efficient. Um. Well, at the end, she ended up getting the pitch. Well, and she and she got the job. She got the account. Like that and was she got cool. The and all it took was a so, Christmas service. So really, 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 if you think about it, when you look at her superior, her superior is like, because like, imagine getting that expense report turned in to you. Like if you were in charge of somebody, and they're like, oh yeah, I sent somebody to like a a, a holiday camp for a week. Uh, we're gonna expense this. You'd be like. No, you're insane. Yeah, you're um, high. We needed no. this worker to find Jesus. Yeah. So right. you know, I'm gonna just need to write that off. But now she can because her doing that played a critical role in the proposal for the Tyler account. Amazing. So like two birds, one stone. That boss Two turtle doves. She took a risk. One partridge. Yeah. We need to look at some Rickyisms. Rickyisms. Yeah. From Trailer Park Boys. Oh. Um, it's Do we a, have to? Oh, yeah, because he says something similar to that. An example of it is um, uh, his daughter has a child, mm-hmm. and they find them in a horse barn, and they're like, Ricky, why did you take your daughter to a horse barn? And he's like, what? You're supposed to provide them with a stable environment. Because it's a stable. No, I get it. But it's just like stuff like that. Okay. But like what you were saying, like was going along the lines of. I a, think Amelia Bedelia did that first. Uh, okay. It's a children's book. Okay. Anyway, Anywho. so the thing that really got John <laughs> riled up is so, the aforementioned woman with the son who was yeah. deployed is throwing the Christmas party at the end where all the characters reunite. The open house. The open house <laughs> where all the characters reunite and, you know, remember why they love each other in Christmas and everything's wonderful. And then there's a knock on the door. <gasps> who could it be? It's the love interest, right? Well, he was standing behind behind who? the deployed son oh who was back for Christmas. Gosh. And wouldn't you know it, he's in a little marine outfit. A and little John, marine outfit. John, <laughs> a little marine. John lost his mind. I was like, John, it's one of your friends. <laughs> he showed up in blues and his uniform was dicked up. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) Nothing added up. It was so mad. So, like, he was in his blues coat. I didn't. I never saw the pants. He didn't have the marine pants on. Like, they never showed them. Oh, which is probably why he probably didn't have them. They're like, oh yeah, we only got the blues coat. Why would you do like? Why? I feel like that should come as a package. Yeah. Well, somebody in costuming screwed up. Oh, John was pissed. Yeah. So there is that. His cover was awful. It was all wrinkled and just His shitty looking. The cover was off? What's the cover? The hat. Why didn't you just call the hat? It's called a cover, damn it. <laughs> okay. So in the blues, you're supposed to have EGAs on the collar with anchors pointing in. Mm-hmm. No EGAs. Mm-hmm. And then the collar, which on the blues uniform is the leather neck, mm-hmm. undone. God. Like, which is totally, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. I mean, how um, dare you? So like just. 
like he clearly what it was is that no Marines were consulted. He, they got it off the shelf, off the rack, like you would buy it without before you put your devices on. But they got it. It already had rank on there. He was a staff sergeant. Is that good? Well, so that doesn't line up with what mom was saying. She's like, this is the first Christmas without him, which is like kind of weird that like somehow he's never missed a Christmas before because he's been at least in, in been in for at least five years hmm. to be a staff sergeant. Maybe he just got lucky. I don't know. Maybe. But that like was kind of weird. And I don't know if I missed it or what, but I'm pretty sure he didn't have any ribbons on or medals. So he's like a really bad staff sergeant? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I will give him credit on one thing. That dude had a beautiful low reg. I don't, still don't know what that means. So there's a regulation haircut. Wait, you liked his haircut? Like in a in the in the finest shitbaggery way that I could. A, what? Like you have to give people credit for like skirting the rules. And that low reg was skirting the rules. So there is a so the Marine Corps haircut, at least when I was in, was like it had to be a fade that started from a zero and was tapered at a certain like amount, could only go so low with the fade, and then the top hair couldn't be more than three inches. What a strange thing to like be persnickety about. Yeah, well they were. Okay. So where you started the fade from was either like a low, medium, or high fade. Is that what they call, feel free to cut this out if I'm saying something terrible. Is that what they call a high and tight? A high and tight is more than a high fade. A high and tight's like just a super ultra high fade. Is that why they look ridiculous? Yeah. Got so it. the idea is that the high and tight fits under the eight point cover, the garrison, well not the garrison cover, but it fits under the regular camo cover. Mm-hmm. So like all you would see was like really short or shaven head. Mm-hmm. Um, But this dude had like a super low reg, which is somebody that's like, I'm technically within the rules, but I'm, you know, I'm skirting the rules. But he's like kind of a slacker. Is that it? No, he's just like a, a slacker. It's haircut. how he rebel. It's like it's like when a teenager dyes their hair and they're rebelling, you know. Oh, I wasn't. My parents liked mine. That's low reg. Okay. So, but it was it was a well done low reg. I'll give him that. Was it? I hated it. No, it was a great. It was like, it was very clean, absurd. great fade, even. Edge was done well. Top was within reg. I think it I found your calling in life. I think what you need to do. Critiquing haircut? No, I think you need to be like a Marine consultant, oh, a consultant? on these yeah, things and be yeah, like, yeah. okay, look, this guy is a shitbag, like you yeah. described him. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, you don't show up at home like that with your uniform all fucked up. Like, you show up with it like perfect. And everybody, because that's part of the Marine Corps image is that like when, when you show up in your blues, like you're a god, like you're the what? ultimate Are warrior. You really? You're the ultimate warrior of the world. Is that what they tell you? Like that's the image. That's what you personify. Like when you're delivering the toys for Todd's, that's what you do. Yeah, people are like, "Holy shit, it's a dude in blues!" Oh my god, everything is perfect. Okay, no, that's, is, that's, is that what I'm supposed to say when I see someone? That's in blues? like that's what you're supposed to think. Oh, like you're supposed to see that uniform, and it's supposed to be the best suit you've ever seen. Oh, that okay. That makes more like sense. Like they're so well dressed, and everything is perfect. Like, cause the other thing that I noticed, like immediately, was like his sleeves were too long. I mean, clearly they weren't cut at the right length at all. Absurd. You know, like that was just another thing. So, like, y'all, John was so fired up about this. That's it has why to be we've been talking like, about it for like fifteen yeah, minutes. No, we didn't. I talked about it for like twenty-five seconds. 
No, because you were like, I'm saving this for when we're recording. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to have to re-explain it all. Because you're going to organically ask questions for me to well, explain. Yeah. I, John just like spends half of his time when he's with me, like answering questions that I have about Marine Corps stuff. Like today I asked you if there was a designated hugger. And there's apparently not a designated <laughs> hugger in the Marine Corps. <laughs> all right. And there's not a designated there, there, buddy. Yeah. Like they're there, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, like, go see the patter. She's going to pat you and say, yeah, they're there. Poor guy. Yeah, because um, apparently you're not allowed to cry, and they're just there to break you. The the other, they did the total, like, cliche, like, open the door. You don't see their face because they have their head tilted while they take the cover off. Is that how you take your cover off? Because it's off? like opening a present. I mean, if is you want to be, like, is that how you're if you want to be dramatic. It? Oh, they you know. don't teach you how to do that? No, there isn't a move for removing your cover. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked, honestly, with all the things that you're persnickety about. It's there's not a specific That's, way to remove your cap. There, cover. I mean, the, I like Hat. if I had a cover, I would show you the coolest ways to remove it. This is so dorky. And there is a way to kind of carry it. I don't know. I don't. If I remember correctly, Did there is. Did you cradle it like a puppy? Yeah. So, like, um, if I remember correctly, there is an official way to hold it, but there is certain ways that look better. If you're carrying it. Well, yeah, it's because, like bridesmaids holding a bouquet. Sure. Like, there's a really unnatural yeah, yeah. way you do it, but it looks better in pictures. Right. So it's the dumbest thing. Well, Don't ever the, be a bridesmaid. The special thing about the Marine Corps is, unlike any other service did, they never wear covers indoors. They don't do it. Well, yeah, men aren't supposed to wear hats indoors. Well, every other service, they do it. Well, they shouldn't. It's stupid. That's why Marines indoors don't salute. Why? Because they don't have a cover ver- their cover on. You can't salute someone without a hat nope. on? Why? It's It's... It's against. I customs. need real it's a, answers. It's, it's against the customs and courtesies, and the same thing applies to the other branches. If they didn't have their cover on, they wouldn't salute, but they wear their covers inside. So wait, what happens if you like just don't have your hat on, and like some badass walks over to you that you should be saluting, and, you and just, you're outside? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So like, let's say that a field grade officer walked into a building. You would call attention on deck. You would go to attention, but you would not salute. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. While if you were outside, you would call it, mm, you wouldn't call attention, you just salute. It's a. But what if you're you outside give, without your hat on? Then you're outside, then you are in a designated, there's specific reasons that you wouldn't have your cover on. Either like you're PTing or you're in like a designated work area that it's like you're working on stuff. Uh, you're not expected to do those customs and courtesies. Okay, so if you're so you in wouldn't none even do the attention on and deck. you don't have your hat on, there, like, do you just like freeze awkwardly? Then you're like, fucked what up. Do I do? You're fucked up. The best thing you can do is go to attention. Do they just like smack you? Like, what's the deal? No, they don't smack you. But like, if they're most officers don't give a shit. But then like some crazy staff NCO will like flip the fuck out and be You'd like, be like, you like private Burkhart, that was God stupid. Damn it! Wow. Yeah, something like that. Y'all really need a designated hugger. I know. So sad. So sad. Anyway, that was our uh, excursion into <laughs> Christmas movies. I hope you guys liked your education on the Marine Corps that we seem to do every episode. But um, you keep asking questions. You keep finding arbitrary things to bring up that I'm I, like, this makes no sense, John. Why do y'all do this? I don't know why they do it because tradition. That's why. Fair. Oh yeah, this movie was a two tall boy drink. You got through two tall movie. boys. Got through two tall boys of Coors Light. Good for you. That was a good time. Good for you. I got through my nog and your nog. Hey, nog buddies. <laughs>
Noggy by nature, and we brought it back. Hey, damn. Well, we'll have more holiday content for you guys as the weeks progress leading up to Christmas. I guess we're pretty close to Christmas. This is episode now, 19, the next episode, episode 20. We're going big. We're going, are we? Oh, yeah. I got something planned. God help us. It's going to be amazing. Keep Fireworks. it campy, y'all. I will talk to you later. Love you. That's a wrap on 10 Takes Podcast. Rip, rap, rippity, rap, rip. <laughs>